Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Sometimes life can be so depressing, you have to revert back to your inner child. Thank you for listening to the Was Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another anime review. And today I will be reviewing a continuation of the Universal Century. Did I not tell you, my good people, that I will be reviewing all of the Gundams? All of them. And so on to the next. It is now Mobile Suit Z. Wait, Double Zeta. Sorry. Or Mobile Suit Gundam ZZ. Double Zeta ZZ Gundam, whatever you want to call it. It is now the follow up, the direct follow up to Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam. If you haven't heard any of my other reviews yet, go back and take a listen. Take a gander, will you? So you can follow along as I review this. Series by series. Now, uh, is my disclaimer. Wait. Get some tea. <sighs> some good tea right there. Um, as I had to give a disclaimer. Mouth is always going to sound wet, but then again, I'm always drinking tea. Anyway, um, I'm no... Gundam fanboy. All right. I enjoy Gundam. I've seen all of the Universal Century at this point and most of the other Gundam series, but I'm not going to sit here and give you all the facts and get all the pronunciation of the names right and remember all the different historical battles or all the models of the various mobiles. Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. All right. I ain't going to get all that. All right. So keep that in mind. There, there's a, there's, there's probably other people you can go to if you want the, you know, Gundam expert. I'm no expert. I'm just a guy who watched the series and will review them. Okay, with that out of the way, let's get into the synopsis. Well, really, let's get into uh, the information. So, this is the next Big Daddy series. You had the first Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam, 0079 which was whatever many episodes, 50 or whatever it was. I don't remember. And then you got Zeta. And then, oh, wait, hold up. Hold up. My wife is trying to call me. Be right back. All right, I'm back. Anyway, you know how it be. Sometimes you be recording and the wife would want to call and you got to put aside time for your, for your baby, for, for, for your woman. And uh, anyway, let me go back to what I was doing. Oh, yeah. So uh, what was I even saying? 
Yeah, this is the next Big Daddy series. Um, you had the original Big Daddy 0079 Gundam, then you had um, <clears throat> Zeta, and then you have this one. I'm not. Um, I'm skipping over all the little OVAs and movies in between, but those are the the big series with like fifty something episodes or forty something episodes. So anyway, so this is the the next Big Daddy series, and literally. It's like a season two to Zeta. So, uh, here we go. So, Mobile Suit ZZ Gundam or Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam Double Zeta has 47 episodes and it aired on March 1st, 1986 to January 31st, 1987. And therefore, it premiered in my favorite season of all, the spring of 1986. Oh, excuse me. Obviously. Um... Oh, man. The studios, of course, Sunrise and the licensor is Nozomi or Nozomi Entertainment. So let's get into this synopsis after a sip of my tea. So it's now Universal Century 0088. If you've been following the timeline, Zeta Gundam took place in 0087. By the time Zeta ends... And we go into or transition into uh, Double Zeta. We are now in Universal Universal Century Double O Eighty Eight, and the AU, the Anti Earth Union Group, <coughs> they have won the battle with the Titans. So this is a spoiler, by the way. Don't just stop. Let me just tell you. Just stop where where you're at and go back. And listen, to, if you're trying to do this in order, if you don't care, you don't care. But, like, go back and listen to the first, to, to the Zeta podcast so that you understand what's happening here. Because it's literally, I'm not, you know, you, you, you might get lost. Anyway, so the AU has won the battle with the Titans, the tyrannical Earth Federation group that has run buck wild in these streets in outer space. But they have lost... Practically everything. They've lost the vast majority of their experienced pilots. They lost their protagonist. They lost everything, all right? We're in a whole new series, and they are in a really bad way. And now a third faction has arisen, and they're called in the, I guess, they're called Neo-Zeon now, but in the former war, in the former war, they were called Axis Xeon. Basically, this is the Xeon from the first series, from the first 0079 Gundam. But now they're called Neo Xeon because they're they're back and better than ever. Ever. And now they're led by the scariest antagonist that the Universal Century has to bring to the table. Her name is Amon Karn, and she's out in these streets, and she is out for blood. She wants that new type booty. She is here. And she is queer. I don't know about that part. But she is here to lead Zeon into a golden age of space warriordom. Okay? She is ready to take back what Zeon has lost. And the AU is on the run, and they now have to go to a place called Shangri-La, or Shangri-La, whatever it's called, which is a space colony. And they are just, the battle at the end of Zeta just has left this ship all jacked up. They got nothing. They got, they just, they're completely depleted. They're being hunted down by Haman Karn. They're just, they, 
they, they, they, there's no possible way that they can continue the fight at the level that they're fighting with. Like all the pilots, all the pilots that made the AU what it was in terms of um, uh, um, just overpowered because they had a bunch of super warriors. All right. They had a bunch of new types that could take on like 50 mobile suits with their super special souped up uh, 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 Zeta Gundams and you know, all that. Okay. So they got their super special mobile suits. All that is just jacked up or blown up. Uh, Zeta Gundam is really just jacked up at this point. And there's no one to pilot them. All the pilots are either dead or missing in action. And one's a vegetable right now. So what can you do with that? So they go to the place called Sh Shangri-La or whatever. And there's a space colony. And Captain Bright, he's just like, oh, crap. Man, what are we going to do? We got to keep fighting. But, you know, we're going to bone right now. Like, we, we got nothing, son. Like, last year, we were... We had, like... We had machine guns on both arms, rocket launchers coming out of our shoulders and crap. We were ready for war, but now we just, we're just a wounded animal, son. So anyway, so we go to this place, Shangri-La, and our new protagonist, just this clown named Judo Ashta, right? He's a 14-year-old junk dealer, and he is struggling with, like, to, he's struggling to, to find money or to make money to put his little sister through school. Oh, that's so cute. But this dick goes around robbing people. And this dick decides that him and his homies are going to go and steal Zeta Gundam and sell it for junk. Get the fruit out of here. What did I tell you? Did I? Oh, my gosh. Go back to the other Gundam. I forgot what podcast I was doing. I think it was for Stardust Memory. How many Gundam series have it where these super just souped up? Powerful Gundams. They're not even mobile suits. Regular mobile suits. They're Gundams. They are more powerful than 50 mobile suits combined. And they have the poorest security in the world. Get the fruit out of here. I was in a 14-year-old kid and his little band of little teenagers can go and steal a souped-up military weapon of mass destruction. Sorry. Voice is just cracking like nobody's business. I'm just saying, and I understand, okay? The argument is jacked up. The crew's demoralized. I guess this one gets a pass, but I'm just saying, this is just a theme throughout all these Universal Century series where the most powerful mobile suit in the world just gets jacked time and time and time again. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, so Judo, you know, he's just this little just junk dealer. He's trying to put his kid sister through school and now he's just trying to uh what you call it now he's trying to steal zeta gundam for the sake of you know selling it which i'm sure that if he sold that he would probably just be killed <laughs> it's like yeah i'll take that off your hands bam you know anyway uh, a ship shows up and the battle ensues and then judo's like stuck and his homies little teenage homies are like stuck with the argama and now they are on the ship and now have to fight. They they pretty much take over as like, or he takes over as the premier pilot of mobile suit. I, I forgot. I think he jumps into Zeta, but I also believe he gets his own souped up Gundam. Now, like I said, first of all, I watched this years ago. Let me let me go back real quick. Pull up pull up my notes here. So I reviewed this, reviewed this in May 
on May uh, May 16th, 2014. There are going to be little facts I'm not going to remember. So if you're one of them Gundam fanboys, get off these nuts, okay? Because I am not going to remember everything. And I'm not going to rewatch this series for this review. All I got to say is Judah Ashta takes over for Camille Biden or Bidon, whatever the fruit his name is. He takes over because Camille's a vegetable now. He should have just blown up in a glorious explosion in the last series. But now he's a vegetable. He can't move. He can't. Well, he can move, but he's his mind is gone. It's really depressing. Really depressing. Anyway, um, this this goofball takes over and now he's. The hope of the <laughs> anti-earth federation group it's uh it's it's actually pretty sad anyway but, but it gets it it becomes unsad at some point anyway that's a synopsis let's get into the review baby all right i'm gonna need to hit a t for this one All right. I know what happened with this anime. I've you've likely or maybe you haven't whatever, but you've likely heard me talking about the first half of Zeta, Double Zeta. I keep saying Zeta's Double Zeta, which is its own series with its own protagonist. You've probably heard me talk about the first half of Zeta and the second half of Zeta because those are two entirely separate shows. They are not the same show. They're entirely, entirely different. In fact, Double Zeta is such, the first half of Double Zeta is such a farce, such a farce that I believe it was a, uh, or at least I originally believe before I started doing research, uh, was a, um, what's the the term I'm looking for? It's like a comedic view of what the, uh, Universal Century is as a whole, like it's it's making fun of the Universal Century, because when I first started this, I was like, "What the fruit just happened?" Now with Zeta and super depressing. All right, our protagonist Camille Bidon or Biden or whatever his name is, Camille. Uh, he just he pretty much just he should be dead. All right, he's a vegetable right now. His mind shatters. Like, he takes out, like, whatever his antagonist, and the antagonist like, well, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. And, like, because of new types, they can connect on a deeper level than what's humanly possible. And the guy, as he dies, his antagonist drags, it's like he drags Camille's soul with him. It is soul depressing. But Camille's body is still alive. He is just a vegetable, and that's how he remains. It is so... So sad. Anyway, so that's who their protagonist is. He's this vegetable. He's a husk. He can't continue being awesome anymore. So now we have Judo Ashta, freaking junk dealer. And he is a new type as well. And obviously, we're introduced to him and his misfits when um, the Argama shows up at Shangri-La or Shangri-La, whatever it's called. We're going to call it Shangri-La. And try to get repairs because they can't continue being in the state that they're in now this how, how do i how do i do this how, how do i describe this it is very much akin or very similar 
to someone deciding to swap out Jurassic Park with an episode of Barney the Dinosaur, okay? Because there were teeth, there were claws in Zeta. There were claws in the original Mobile Suit. There were claws in friggin' uh, MS Team and all the other series. MS Team's not as depressing, but still. There were claws in all of these various series. Stardust Memory, 0080, and all the two movies I skipped <laughs> doing these reviews. There's two movies I skipped. They're all very depressing and has a, a message of war as hell and, you know, all that stuff. These claws are gone, okay? Now we have a purple-headed dinosaur who's going, roar! But then you're staring at him as like, this, I can't take, I can't take you seriously. Get the fruit out of here. I can't take you seriously. Who's afraid of Barney? I'm certainly not. So the first half of Double Zeta is literally just a bunch of jokes. A, a, a bunch of... The dialogue is just off. You know, everyone's not taking anything seriously anymore. It's not like you just went through this hellish battle where you just lost all of your best pilots and your best mobile suits and all this, the ships all jacked up and people died. But now you're cracking jokes like none of this just happened. Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. That is the first half of Zeta. It's crazy. The music, <clears throat> everything about it, everything about Double Zeta, the first half, it just, the tone completely shifts. The music is off. The, uh, the dialogue is off. The characters, the way they act, they're uncharacteristically off, at least the characters that we already know up until this point. They're, they're all, like, just making jokes and acting like the, making light of the situation. And, and it's like, this turned into a kid's show. And from my research, I found that I think it was the wife of the director or whoever who, you know, is over this particular series. She was like, oh, my gosh, Gundam is... And, and by the way, that guy was, like, going through the director. He was going through, like, a severe bout of depression, which is why he ended Zeta in such a terrible, horrific way. It was... Holy crap. Anyway, um, his wife is like, holy crap. No, no, we can't do this. No, this is... Think about the children. Go back to those roots. Go back... And I think it was like this was supposed to be for kids at first, Gundam, but obviously with half the Earth's population being killed and all this tragedy and death, you know, who who in their right mind would want this, want their kids watching this? Anyway, um... She's like, oh, why don't you just make this back for kids? And the guy's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. And there's some other stuff. There was like, he was uh, the, the director. The reason why they rewrote the second half of Double Zeta is because they got to the go ahead for Charge Counterattack, which is the direct continuation after this, but whatever. Regardless, the first half had some mess going on, all right? There was some tomfoolery. There was some... Even the antagonist, the big bad guy, not even the homoncarn, but there was some purple-headed pr pretty boy uh, or purple-headed just, he's a goofball. It's funny because he completely transforms in the second half. We'll talk about that uh, a little later. But he's just this big goofball. And they're being chased by this guy. Uh, and, you know, he's probably Neo, Neon's, or Neo Zeon or whatever. And it's like, you don't really feel they're ever in danger Inside of it, there's tension and there's like, oh my gosh, they can die at any point. Like people are getting blown up and killed and, you know, it's depression, depressing. Oh, excuse me. Drink a tape. Ah, anyway, um, 
But this big goo and like in the you know the the bad guys chasing our heroes and Zeta, you, you know you were afraid of these guys. You're afraid of what they're gonna do. They're the big bad evil people. In this, you got this purple-headed goofball that you're not afraid of this guy. Get the fruit out of here. He's just some. He's just cracking jokes and like, oh, there they go. Those darn kids and their stupid ship Argama got away. You know, it's like some Scooby Doo mess up in here. That's what the first half of this was. Now, I will say Haman Karn is still frightening. And she, I think if you ask any uh, Universal Century fan, if you ask them who's the scariest or the most threatening antagonist, Haman Karn is probably going to be the person that pops up. Maybe Char in Char's counterattack, but Haman Karn is like the big baddie that everyone's like, oh, crap, oh, no. But anyway... Yeah, it's just it was it was a mess. All right, the the music, the the dialogue, the story, just everything. Like the story continues, but it's just you can't take it seriously. If you watch the entire series like it was a kids show, then obviously that would be your expectation. But because they completely shifted in tone, you're you're gonna get thrown through a loop. You're probably gonna be like, what what am I watching? Like what is this? Why why am I what am I? Who was who? What were they smoking? And if you didn't do the research at the time when it released, you probably didn't know that the guy's wife interjected and made it into a kid show, you know. But anyway, it was just a mess. But then we make that transition. We make that transition. But before we talk about the transition, let's talk about this atrocious voice acting <laughs> because I made a statement that I'm going to renege on right now. In a previous podcast, I talked about how great the voice acting is in all of the, you know, Gundam series. I said, I bet you can't find a Gundam series with bad, a bad English dub. I lied. <laughs> the first half of Zeta is really bad when it comes to the voice acting. Holy crap. I, I just did not remember. I did not remember. Let me pull up this. This is... I pulled up a series of clips. This is just horrific. So we're going to listen to some, some you know, clips or whatever, uh, uh, scenes of not only will you see how ridiculous the music is, which we'll talk about the music separately, you're going to hear the ridiculous dialogue, and you're going to hear this. It's like the voice actors, the English team's like, is, what, what is this crap? Like this, this is the kind of lowbrow stuff they got us recording, you know? Okay, here we go. Here's a scene. Some guy on YouTube, you can go flood his channel called Amaro Flea. He has 11 subscribers. <laughs> anyway, he titled the video, This Can't Be Legal. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, anyway, just listen. The pilot's hot. She's a real cutie. I saw on the monitor. It'll be difficult to make the man talk. We'll go through the woman first. Is that clear? Crystal clear. We may have to use torture. Oh, goody-goody. We may have to use court torture. Oh, goody-goody. And then there's some big black guy standing next to them who doesn't say anything. And he lifts, a, he lifts a whip and smiles in this really goofball way. I'm like, get the fruit out of here. Anyway, let's, let's finish the clip. I don't know a thing. I, uh, know nothing. Uh, nothing. Actually, we were going to the Arkama. Oh, that's no fun. I don't know anything at all. I'll tell you everything! Just don't hit me! <laughs> Supplies, eh? Yes, 
That's right! Yes. Liar! It's the truth! Wait, he's not lying to us. Of course not, sir! Anyway, it's... Here's another one. It, it, there's, there's plenty of clips that go around. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not interested. I think she has something for Judah, though. What? Oh. Are you sure about that, Mondo? That's what I think. I can see Judao falling for her. Hey, Judao. Who is this Judao character, huh? He's Lena's brother. What? So, what's going on between Judao and Rue Luca then? I don't know where things stand between them, but I do know Judao's popular with the girls. Oh, he's so hot! Oh, Cut it out! Rue isn't. She's not like that, okay? These guys are supposed to be running and fighting and trying to fight for their lives and worry about girls. Nothing wrong with that, but it just listen to the music, man. Listen to the music. It's just it's all just playful. So understanding the history of why it's like that makes it make sense. But I'm sure a lot of people who didn't understand why this was happening, it didn't make sense to them. <laughs> and they're like, what the crap is this? Like, what what is this transition? Here's another one. Here's another one. Hold it. What is it? You couldn't have finished maintenance on those suits so fast. Huh? Mr. Wong, I'll Some come tea. back soon and show you. You won't be able to defeat the enemy like that. That ain't your business, Granddad. Shut up. How dare you? I'm not your dad. I'm your grandpa. Sorry. Dow, stop it! Who does this guy think he is, huh? Judell, stop it. Judell! You punk! Mr. Wong. Well, he's the one that took the first swing. Please, Judao, enough already. Come on. Ugh. All right, see you later. Anyway, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the voice actor's like, this some this some booty assignment. Like <laughs> we we used to have prestige, and now we're <laughs> we're we're doing this this Barney the dinosaur bullcrap. Anyway, I got two more clips. One seventeen seconds, one twelve seconds. So here's another one. Just I just want to give you just a, a grand. Just <laughs> this is what we got. This is what we got. L, move it. Darn you! What are you doing? Come on, step on it, will ya? All right. All right. Yeah. She is a that good looking man. Is she, man. Now, Al's much better looking. Moron. <laughs> All right, I got one more. One more. This last one. This is Judo and his team being buttholes, and they're trying to steal Zeta Gundam. So stupid. Look, I'm not doing this for kicks, you doughhead. You doughhead. Then what are you doing? I'm gonna take this mobile suit apart. Then I'm gonna sell it. Are you serious? You Are you serious? I wouldn't count on <laughs> Are you serious? Anyway, it's just, yeah, there's, there's no more reason to talk about that. Anyway, so, uh, as I said, there's, there's two halves to this. And while we get all this ridiculousness, finally they get the go-ahead for Char's counterattack. And the director's like, oh, snap. Well, I could be depressing again because now I can move forward with this super depressing movie I'm about to release. So I need to lead off into that in the proper manner. I'm going to assume that's the conversation he had with his team. So now Double Zeta happens and suddenly it's as good if it's not better than Zeta Gundam. Haman Karn is the scariest antagonist 
in the Universal Century. Holy crap, she had me crapping my pants, man. She was going at this boy, and I think she was trying to get into Judo's pants, even though Judo was like 14 years old and she's like 21 or 22. I, I don't know. Anyway, and it's like the series Awakened from a Drunken Stupor. It's like a guy who stumbles into a house and is like, oh, my God. Uh, I don't know, how, how do I even, you know, you wake up, you don't even know how you got home because you were drunk. You know, how, you don't even know how you made it. Like, you didn't die in a car accident because you drive yourself, you drove yourself home, you wake up, and the buzz is there, but then, like, it starts to fade. You drink a little coffee. You do a little uh, uh, anti-buzz uh, techniques to wake you out of your drunken stupor and now you're back now you're back you look yourself in the mirror and you recognize yourself that's the second half of double zeta all of a sudden it recognizes itself again and we back and we back to the depressing war is hell message again and the action is better the music is better i don't remember if the voice acting is any better i'm pretty sure it is regardless everything is markedly better much 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 better it's a whole different show. It's what we've been watching. Double Zeta Part 1 is some kid la-la lands. Like, they were all just sleep. They were in the stupor. Maybe that final battle on Zeta, everybody hit their head. And Bright Noah, who's the captain of the Argama, he's just he's hallucinating. But now he's back, and he's ready. Now we're back. The show transmogrifies back into this dark, bloodthirsty, brooding beast that is what... That is the universal century. And what's really funny is that this transformation just happens out of left field. It's like, is there was no lead up into like, we're going to stop being goofy today, cancer. No, it, it just happens. It's just like, okay, I'm goofy. Now I'm not so goofy anymore. I'm actually pretty serious. I'm going to kill these effing kids. And you remember that, that goofy antagonist I was talking about, the purple headed guy? He's back. And now he's sexy and buff and intelligent. Before he was just goofball, and and like he wasn't buff. He was. It's like he just went to the gym and he's like, okay, I'm like actually ready to take my role seriously and hunting down, and killing these people. Like he's back and he's a serious threat. Man, this transformation came out of left field. I was like, what am I watching? It was like the first half is a parody. That's really what the word I was looking for earlier. It's a parody of the Universal Century. And now we're back to where it should be. And I'm not going to get into the details of all the stuff that happens. But this, it's just, I say it gets just as good, if not better, than Zeta. I, I won't say better. Because there's, I'd say it's just as good. We're, we're a continuation of what made Zeta good. Is all all that formula is pushed back into to the second half of Double Zeta. And, um, yeah, I, I fell in love with this series. Like, oh, man, this is one of those. This is one of those series where uh, I am super torn, obviously, down the middle. And knowing what went into the decisions of making the first half friggin' Barney the, uh, the Dinosaur versus the second half Jurassic Park, um, I would have to give this two scores. But before I do... Let's talk about the soundtrack because excuse me like i told you there are certain parts or certain soundtracks or certain tracks in this soundtrack um that was goofy 
and reflected the goofy nature of this. And then there's other parts of it that's like, ah, we back. We back to being awesome and deep and foreboding and creating tension and all that. After this short commercial break, be right back. All right, so let's get into this soundtrack. The first one, and we're just going to listen to it a little bit. We're not doing the soundtrack breakdown. Just so you get an idea what the soundtrack. Remember the first in Zeta? Remember, just go back and listen to the first one. First podcast when I reviewed Zeta. Uh, it was very, uh, um, there were a lot of uh, brass. Brass. We, we were painted a picture of the stars with that soundtrack. Well, here we go with Double Say the Soundtrack. Guess what? It gives you more of that. Oh! Gosh! Uh. Yes. Still more the same with this particular track anyway. This scene, this one must have played when we made the switch. Maybe. I don't know. Yes, Captain. We are ready for battle. But first, let me be a goofball. Some tea. So majestic, isn't it? Anyway, we'll stop it there. The one of the more majestic aspects of this soundtrack. That must have been when the switch happened. <laughs> Here's the next one. Here's another one. Here's another one. No, no, not this one. We'll save this one for last. All right. Let me get one of these goofball ones. Here we go. Hi, my name's Judo. Hi, kids. I'm a goofball. Hi. Fruit out here. Turn this up a little bit. Fruit out here with that nonsense. I mean, it's it fit. It fit the the tone. But this, so imagine the first half of Double Zeta to this music right here. This is the tone they were going for right here. This right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, that, that's enough of that. Enough of that nonsense. Enough of that nonsense. Your next one. But we're back to the tension field. We got tension, baby. Sorry, I have to turn it up a little bit. Probably a little loud. That's all right. Turn it down if it's too loud. Still playing with the levels. Woo! Shivers down my ball sack. Yes. Indeed. And indeed. Feel the tension. Feel it. We're back. Stop it there. There's more to it, but the tension is back. We're, we're, we're not. We're not with that burning the dinosaur bullcrap. 
No way, that ain't it. My bad. <laughs> this right here. We ain't with this. We ain't with that. Get that out of here. All right. We we back to the depression and killing and destruction and bedlam. Ooh. This is when Haman Karn. Not saying that this is Haman Karn's theme, but when she's on the th on the scene, we getting stuff like this. Imagine that playing and the villain walks in the room, shivers, shivers down your ball sack. I'm telling you right now. Now here's another one. I personally like this because I like jazz. Enjoy. Oh man. Where you been, baby? This is the the second half talking, or the first half talking to the second half of Zeta. Oh, baby, you've been gone a long time. For a second there, I didn't recognize you. For a second there, you were acting a little weird. You were making jokes. You, 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 you were, you were an entirely different person, baby. But let me tell you something. Now we back. <laughs> we back, baby. And we better than ever. We back to being the Gundam series that we were always destined to be. We're back to being the double Zeta that we all should have got from the very beginning. People out here in the streets, they're telling us that we're goofballs. We've lost our reputation. Baby, let me tell you something. The reputation is all right here. We've never really been gone. We got that meddling woman out of the way. And now we back to giving the people what they want. All the loving, baby. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, <laughs> I had to do it. I, I had to do that. I had to say that last one. I just, I love jazz. Anyway, yeah, th there's no more that needs to be said about this series. This is what it is. We got that goofball first half. So I'm going to give Double Zeta two scores. The first half, four out of ten, because there aren't many redeeming qualities about it. There are some, but not many. And the second half, 8 out of 10, baby. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 all day, every day. Oh, Batman Love, give it 10 out of 10. Give it a 9 out of 10. Ah, whatever. That's why I feel like, that's why I gave it back when I reviewed it, and this one I'm going to give it right now. Maybe if I rewatch it, I give it another score, but for now, I'm going to give stay true to what I wrote back in 2014. So, yeah. Enjoy it. Look, don't let this deter you from watching Double Zeta. It is an essential, it's still essential viewing, goofball and just goofiness and all that included. It's essential viewing if you want to continue watching the Universal Century in its entirety. You will not get the whole story if you skip this. And obviously you do want to get through the first half to get to that phenomenal. I realized I listened back to my last podcast of Zeta. No, no, it wasn't Zeta. What did I do? Oh, my first girlfriend is a gal. And I was like, man, I used to wear phenomenal a lot. Anyway, 
second half of Zeta is, is double Zeta is phenomenal. Eight out of ten. I enjoyed it. Second half, first half was just this was an experience. Okay, this was just a unique experience, and it gave me something to laugh at. Uh, I was crying at the same time because I really thought the whole series was going to be like this. I was like, I got to watch 47 episodes of this. This bull crap. Are you serious? Uh, I'm so glad when they made that sudden switch and then that goofy antagonist turned sexy. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Give him the D, sexy boy. You know, just I wasn't saying that. Anyway, 8 out of 10 for the uh, second half, 4 out of 10 for the first half. This is Batman Live 2002. Oh, wait, wait, my bad. I can't sign off like this. My bad, my bad. This is Batman Live 2002. I need y'all to do me one favor. Oh, yeah, baby, just one. You can do me multiple favors if you want, but... <laughs> just one favor. Stay with Sawson, people. Stay Sawson. Oh, yeah, baby. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!